Hello, everyone, and welcome. I am Michael Albert, and this is Hopeful Sinner, the Michael Albert podcast. So why have I decided to make a podcast? There are a couple reasons. One is that I see a lot of chaos in the world, what with the upcoming presidential election, with coronavirus, and everything that's happened in the summer of 2020. And I want to share with you what has brought me clarity in these trying times. And that is my faith. That is my Catholic faith. I think that it brings clarity. It helps me see the world through a different lens. And my relationship with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, those help me to see the world in a different way. And those are really the most important parts of life. I think that a lot of times people don't see that the most important part of life is preparing for the next life. And so I just want to walk with you on your path to eternal life um, and to sainthood because we're all called to be saints. That is the mission of life and anything less would be to not fulfill our purpose in life. Um, so I pray that the Holy Spirit will guide me as I deliver this first podcast and that you'll find enjoyment in the podcast. Hopefully I'll talk about interesting enough topics and that you will enjoy them. So every week I will talk about what I've prayed about lately, share my experiences, offer advice, and lead you in prayer, all in order that you may find inspiration to fulfill the call that God has placed upon your life. I pray that like Peter, Paul, Mary Magdalene, and Matthew, to name a few, you and I may drop everything and follow Jesus. Everyone listening to this podcast is a sinner like myself, and everyone listening is also called to be a saint. May we all respond to the call of our Creator, who loves us dearly, who smiled when He made us, who has always looked at us with a love more intense than we could ever imagine, and who is asking us to follow Him. And may we respond, Yes, Lord, I will follow you. You are a person with free will. This is a gift from God, and He doesn't force it, us to be in a relationship with him, but he does ask us to. Likewise, I respect your free will, and I want to give you the freedom to disagree with anything I say. While I am trying to do the will of God, I do sometimes say things that aren't true. So please listen to me with a skeptical ear. But if you perceive that my advice could be helpful to your life, bring it to prayer and ask God to bring you clarity. Now to begin, I ask you to join me in prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, let's get into the show. So from the intro, you found out a little bit about me that I am Catholic and that I'm very involved in my faith and I do my best though I'm a sinner and I pray that I have the grace to continue to do my best throughout my whole life. The next thing about me that you might want to know is that I'm a high school teacher. I teach um, high school Spanish and math and 
every class, I start with good news and what people are grateful for. And I ask my students, think about something that you're grateful for or something that happened recently that was good news. So I want to start off with with good news and what I'm grateful for for this podcast. Hopefully you can think about things that are happening in your life that you're also grateful for. So my good news is that this morning I had coffee with my friend and that we had a fruitful conversation. We discussed um, teaching. He's a fellow teacher. And we discussed we discussed religion. We talked about how things are going in his life and how things are going in my life. And it really was just a beautiful experience where we got to share with each other um, and, you know, share in our, in our path toward eternity. That's really what every interaction that we have with people is. So it was a great experience. The coffee was great. I'm really about coffee, and the coffee was awesome. What I'm grateful for is my friends that push me to be better, who push me to be better spiritually, whether they notice something about my life and they have the courage to bring it up with me, um, and to challenge me spiritually. I have other friends who challenge me physically to work out, um, to get into the gym, which isn't always my first priority, but I do have friends who help me with that. Yeah, so that's what I'm grateful for. Gratitude is very important. There are many psychological studies that prove actual health benefits, like people who are grateful have less of a chance of heart disease. Um, I'm not going to cite any sources on that, but you can just trust me and maybe look them up yourself. But um, gratitude is important. There are many health benefits of starting a gratitude journal or talking to God about what you're grateful for. God, I'm grateful that I, I'm able to breathe today, that I'm able to breathe well. I'm grateful for this water, this clean water that I have, because remember, not everyone has things like that. Um, and there's so much that we take for granted that we should be grateful for. So I think I'll start each podcast with good news and what I'm grateful for. That way we can get off to a positive note. And while on the topic of positivity, let's um, also start off with a positive quote that I found by Mother Angelica. Um, she spent many years preaching on EWTN, very inspirational lady. She said, Love is what the Lord asks of us. If we must love even our enemies, imagine how much we are expected to love our family members. So this quote um, hits especially hard and especially close to home, pun intended, where really we're, we're expected to love our family members first and then with enough love built up in the home, um, we'll be able to love other people um, and where it starts is in the home. So um, many people want to change the world, but no one wants to do the dishes is the, the saying that I've heard in the past. So really where, where love starts and where, where we first see it is in the home. And not everyone's home situation is the same, but if you are living in a place where you have say roommates or you have family members, um, make sure to love them today and to do things for them like the dishes, like vacuuming, like any chores around the house, cooking meals. Um, that's a great way to tell God you love him and to tell the people you live with that you love them. All right. So I want to talk about what I've noticed slash prayed about lately 
and I think I'll do that every show, and that'll kind of be the meat of the show. So one thing that I've prayed about is that I've noticed many people around me losing their faith, um, whether it's just having all this dryness in prayer or where they stop coming to Mass, um, stop participating in the sacraments. And it's very, very common, and I ask myself why it's happening. So I came up with some possible reasons. Sometimes I think it might be because of dryness in prayer, that people pray to God and then don't perceive that he's answering them. While sometimes his silence is an answer, they don't realize that that's an answer. Um, and so they stop praying. So I think dryness in prayer is a possibility. Um, another one would be um, pain and suffering, whether it's emotional or physical. These things are very real and they touch everyone's lives. Um, so that could be another reason that people lose their faith. Maybe disbelief as well. So I think that maybe those are some of the main problems that we're facing. But one thing that I've thought about in response to that is that these problems are all problems that the saints have experienced. For example, dryness in prayer. Many saints have experienced dryness in prayer, and I've even heard people say that once you reach dryness in prayer, you've reached the prayer of the saints. Because God doesn't always respond in a loud voice saying that he's there. Sometimes he has to test you by letting you go through these times of dryness in prayer, but um, that's how he helps you grow. So one example would be St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta. She was uh, a religious sister who went to India and helped out in the poorest of the poor, in the poorest areas. And she always, um, for, for the majority of her life, served out of love to people who were experiencing some of the most painful things that life has to offer. And she always did it with a smile on her face. And she always um, tried to leave people feeling more loved than when she arrived there. Um, the, the quote that's on the background of my phone right now is by Mother Teresa. It says, spread love everywhere you go. Let no one ever come to you without leaving happier. And so she was just this amazing woman, but she experienced so, such dryness in her prayer for the majority of her life. She was at times very depressed and she felt like God wasn't listening to her. But through this, she continued and she powered through and she continued to love people and to participate in the sacraments. Now, most of us probably won't go through something as intense as what Mother Teresa went through, such intense purification, but um, we're called to continue to love and serve God even when we're in pain or even when we're experiencing dryness. So she experienced dryness, she experienced pain and suffering, which are other reasons that people might leave their faith, and Really, so did, so did many saints. So did all the saints. Um, I think it would be hard to find one that hadn't gone through pain and suffering, but they all did so with joy. Um, they did so knowing that God loves them and that they were not abandoned. 
And this is important. So, I mean, life has many difficult things to offer, but God is always there and he's always there to help us. Um, God never promised us an easy, an easy life. He never promised us an easy life, but he does promise us the grace we need to persevere. All we need to do is ask for that grace. So if God gives us the graces we ask for, there's many readings in scripture about this where the this person goes to the house of the master and asks for something and the master doesn't get out of bed and he asks again and again finally the master gets out of bed and gives that person what they asked for so the more we ask god and get in the habit of asking god for things the more graces he will provide us so i'd invite you to try that this week um try asking god for graces maybe just spend five minutes a day starting prayer and asking him for the grace to see his plan for your life, asking him to make his love known, asking him to help you persevere through difficult times. Um, so yeah, maybe try that this week. Another cool thing is that we always have the opportunity to offer up our suffering for, out of love for others. So out of love for those who are currently also experiencing suffering for those who have died um, and may still be in purgatory, we can offer up our suffering out of love for others. Mother Teresa would have offered up her spiritual dryness and suffering for others, and we can do the same. There are many prayers that you can find on this. I just um, searched Catholic prayers for offering up suffering, and I came up with this one, so I'd like to once again lead you in prayer. So, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Dear Lord, help me to remember in these troubled times the cross you carried for my sake, so that I may better carry mine, and to help others do the same, as I offer up, whatever your concern or problem here, to you, for the conversion of sinners, for the forgiveness of sins, in reparation for sins, and for the salvation of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It is definitely a joy to offer up su our sufferings um, and to also, at times, unite them with the suffering that Jesus went through with his passion. This can be a powerful prayer, and we know that there can be lots of supernatural fruits from this, from uniting our, our suffering to the passion of Jesus. So... I would invite you to ask God for graces this week. Learn to learn to see which graces you need. Maybe you you need the grace of patience or of kindness, of perseverance. Ask him for whatever it is you need to to get closer to him. Also take the first step. So take a concrete step. We we are in a desperate need, especially with so many people falling from their faith. I hope that those people come back and we're in a desperate need of people to take the first step back to God. So hopefully this week, we always we always have the opportunity to take the next step back to God. So um, maybe that's going to mass or church if you're a Protestant, prayer, confession, 
repentance, prayers of repentance, take a step toward God. Maybe you just offer five minutes a day to God. Tell him how you're feeling. He wants to hear how you're feeling. Um, tell him that you love him and that you want to be shown his love for you. Yeah, so just take a concrete step, something that is going to lead you closer to him. And really what a saint is, is someone who says yes. So someone who takes a step and then takes another step and then another step all the way until heaven. So I will be praying for all listeners. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, you can message me any prayer requests on Instagram. Um, I'm Michael Elbert. My Instagram handle is at underscore M dot A-L-B-I-E underscore. So you can follow me on Instagram and message me your prayer requests. Um, God bless you all. And I will pray for grace for you. And make sure to tune in next week. Thank you. Mm-hmm.